Welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and today we are completing Season 3 as we are recording the season finale today, Episode 21, Weathering the Storm When You Don't Think You Can. I want to tell everybody from the bottom of my heart that uh, this season will always be special to me. This has been one of the most difficult years of my life with my mother getting Guillain-Barre syndrome and being confined to the nursing home with my dad taking his own life. And the struggles and the storms that I've faced this year have definitely been, been very real, and very painful. But I'm thankful for this podcast because I've been preparing for this in a way. I've been trying to help others weather the storm. You know, over these past several years, recording this podcast has been my goal to help others go through that. But now I'm having to go through storms of my own. And so now, speaking from experience, I truly hope that I can use this podcast to help others. That I can use this as a tool to further glorify my God. And I thank you so much for listening and hearing what I've been going through and allowing me to share that with you in hopes that it can help you and ultimately help others who may be going through something similar, maybe trying to help somebody go through something. But again, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, for your encouragement, for your prayers. And I, I covet your continued prayers on my behalf and on my family's behalf. As I record this episode, we're about a week away from Christmas. And I know that this holiday season will be a lot different than years past. The first Christmas without my dad. And the first time gathering around the tree and, and not seeing his reaction when he opens up a, a golf shirt, uh, knowing that he's probably never going to wear it. Or getting something from my mom because she just tried to always make Christmas that awesome morning, knowing that he wasn't probably going to use it. See, to him, it was just another day. Uh, he just didn't, he was just different about stuff like that. So it'll be, it'll be different. It'll be strange looking over and not seeing him and not him being there. But again, I can take great comfort knowing that, that God blessed me with the opportunity to talk to him about his soul, to spend those, those last few hours, that last, really the last week of his life, I was there uh, with him. And even though the events were certainly tragic, traumatizing in a lot of ways. I'm thankful to God for this podcast, for this avenue in which I can talk about these things. I can be open. I can be honest. I can be real. And again, hopefully uh, can be helpful for all of you who are listening. And for many years to come with these, hopefully being saved and archived can, can be a reference to go back to uh, later on down the road. So again, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate all of you and I'm certainly thankful to God for allowing me to do this and to get through this difficult time in my life. Because without Him, and without His people, there's absolutely no way I could weather the storm. But that is the whole purpose of this podcast. To weather the storms of life by looking to and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. No matter what comes your way, you stay true to God. Knowing that He will stay true to you and get you through it. So thank you. 
As always, I do want to encourage you to go and check out the Scatterbroad Network. As this season wraps up, I know that we have some exciting things going in uh, for the rest of the year. Exciting things moving forward with God's blessing. Uh, We are really, really excited for the growth of this network. And so please uh, go and check us out on our our website, scatterbroad.org. Feel free to contact us, thescatterbroadnetwork at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Even on our YouTube channel, you can go and check that out. But again, just so very thankful for you, for the opportunity to have this avenue of a podcast to spread God's word. And I hope and pray that this episode, this season, this podcast will help you to navigate through this life and to weather the storm. As I mentioned a moment ago, this is the last episode of season three, and I thought it would be timely to try to bring everything together with this title. Weathering the storm when you don't think you can. I think we've all been there. I think at some point in our lives, whether it be maybe in the classroom, maybe in the weight room, maybe on the ball field, maybe just within a relationship, you have this moment when you feel like, I can't do it. I just, I can't do it. I can't physically do it. I can't mentally do it. But what happens when, spiritually speaking, you feel as if you can't keep going? You don't think you can do it. I want to begin this episode and begin our study on the mountain of transfiguration. In Matthew chapter 17, we read about Jesus on the Mount of transfiguration, and he's accompanied by two people, Elijah and Moses. Moses represents the law. Elijah represents the prophets. Jesus represents a new way that's even better. The law and the prophets pointed to Jesus. Galatians 3.24 Jesus said, All things must be fulfilled that were written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets. Luke 24. When you think about the impact of that moment and the and the individuals on the Mount of Transfiguration, it's truly an incredible, incredible scene. The the figure of Jesus is transfigured before them and his glory is seen there. And you know at the end of that account, after Peter says, Hey, it's good for us to be here. Let's build three tabernacles. The God of heaven, God the Father, calls down and says, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased, hear him. He's the one who has the authority. He's the one whose way is better. It's incredible to consider those three individuals. They share something in common. They had a breaking point. They had a moment in which they had to make a decision Am I going to keep moving forward? Or am I going to allow this mentality of, I just don't think I can do it, to stop them? As we think about and reflect on their lives, their ministry, their example, I want you to reflect on your life. Moments and and times when you, you just felt like you couldn't do it. And let's gain strength and encouragement from their example. And to remember where our trust and where our strength truly lies. 
when we don't think we can, let's remember that even if I can't, God can. We start with Moses. Again, representing the law. We know that Moses was a great leader of God's people. Numbers 12.3, he was the meekest man in all the earth. He was very gentle. He was very humble. But when you think about Moses' beginning, especially before uh, you know, he would go out and lead God's people and be that great leader, he was a man who had insecurity. He was a man who basically said, why me? <laughs> why, do you, why do you want me to go and lead your people? In Exodus chapter 3, God, of course, appeared there in the uh, burning bush. And you have God's holiness on display. And he said, in fact, the voice comes out and says, take off your shoes. The place where you stand is holy ground. God tells Moses, listen, you're going to go and lead my people out of Egyptian bondage. Moses was uniquely qualified, being brought up in the household of Pharaoh. He was trained in all the way of the Egyptians, but he was an Israelite. This is someone of Hebrew origin. You go back to Amram and Jochebed, his parents. You think about Miriam and Aaron and the role that they would play. That's who he was. And so God was going to use him for his glory and to bring about Moses' ultimate good and for the good of his people. But in in chapter 3 and even going into chapter 4, Moses basically says, I don't think I can do it. He says, Lord, I'm slow of speech. (laughs) I'm not an eloquent speaker. You know, what if they won't listen to me? You hear in Moses' voice this, this insecurity about himself, which is the main issue. Moses had to realize it's not about me and my inability. It's about God and his ability. God told Moses, I'll be with your mouth. <laughs> You'll know what to say. In fact, Aaron, his brother, would be a spokesman, would be a mouthpiece. And Moses was to go and to tell Pharaoh, you let my people go. Gave him that message from God. And from the moment that Moses said, I don't think I can do it. I'm not eloquent. I'm not a great speaker. I'm I'm not the one you're leading. To when he was able to put that staff in the water and see the Red Sea part. In that moment, Moses could realize, you know what? I can't do this on my own. But God can do anything. What about Elijah? In 1 Kings chapter 18, Elijah has perhaps one of the greatest victories that you're going to read about in the Old Testament. When you think about Elijah and what he did in that moment when all the prophets of Baal were there, and he said, listen, you let all the prophets of Baal come, and you allow me to go to that mountain, and you allow me to call on the God of heaven. He said, we'll put it to the test. You call on your gods, you see what they do. I will call on my God. I'll call on the true God of heaven. And then we're going to find out, you know, what's really going to happen here. And then this great victory, they call out to their false God over and over and over again. Of course, no answer, (laughs) no sound. Elijah mockingly says, well, maybe he's away. Maybe he's sleeping. Why don't you call a little bit louder? Here they are cutting themselves, calling out for God and nothing because they're seeking idol gods. They're not seeking the true God of heaven. Well, Elijah calls on the true God, and of course God delivers as he always does in such a powerful way that the people said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Elijah orchestrated, of course, with God's power, 
and God being the one who did everything, this great victory on Mount Carmel. But in the very next chapter, we see Elijah under a tree, essentially saying, I don't think I can. I don't think I can do this. God, of course, supported him and supplied him with with the food that he needed physically. But he also supported him with the encouragement that he needed. He said, Elijah, you are not alone. I have thousands of others who have not bowed the knee to Baal. What if Elijah would have said, I just just don't think I can move forward. I don't think I can do this. We wouldn't have heard of Elisha, would we? Because Elijah, of course, is the one who passed the mantle on to him. Elijah probably wouldn't have been here in this scene. But think of the impact that he would have later on, even ministry after that, because he was able to trust in God. Like Moses, he had to realize, it's not about me, it's not about my power, it's not about my inability, it's about God's ability. But now let's look unto Jesus. Jesus came to this earth, he left heaven, to do his Father's will. We find all throughout the gospel accounts that this was his purpose. This was what he wanted to do. I want to be there for the world. I want to be there and to do what my father wants me to do. He always did what pleased his father, John 8, 29. But when you think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, you see Jesus essentially saying, if there's any other way, please let me take that way. Please let me do do what you want, do what you would have me to do, but if there's another way to, to do that, let me do that. But just like Moses and Elijah realizing it's all about God and His will and His power, Jesus, humbling himself, became submissive to his Father, Hebrews 5.8. Submitted and became obedient unto death, even the death on the cross, Philippians 2, 5, 8, 5 through 8. And he said, not my will, your will be done. When I don't think I can do it. I need to do the same thing Jesus did, humbly submit to the will of the Father. They say, it's not about me, nevertheless, not my will. Yours be done. I cannot figure this out on my own. I don't think I can get through this, but I know that God can and will help me through it if I will put my trust in Him. If we had to put a cap, if we had to try to summarize this season, that would be it. When you lose a loved one, when there's no relief in sight, when you struggle with anxiety, when you're trying to figure out a way to get through this time when you don't think you can, the answer is always the same. Trust in and submit to the power of Almighty God who is willing and able to carry you through the storm that you're facing. 
We find in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. I love that passage because of the emphasis of God's greatness. Really, that verse could be three words long and still be just as powerful. God is able. You can stop right there. God is able. But notice what the Holy Spirit does here. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Why not just say God is able to do more than you think? It's for our benefit to read those words. He can do above what we think. He can go abundantly above what we think. He can go exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. God is able to deliver us. He is able to help guide us through the storms of life. When you don't think you can, remember that God can. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the power of His might. Ephesians 6.10 Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Not my might. Not my power. Not my inability. But put your trust and your strength and your hope and your confidence in the Lord and in His power. As we bring this episode, as we bring this season to a close. I want you to think about an illustration that I heard before and something that's really helped me. There was a young lady in college and and she was doing her very best to navigate through her life. Living the college life can be very challenging. And so she was struggling in class, trying to have a passing grade. She was struggling with her balancing extracurricular activities and And things at home were not going well. She was doing her very best to to pray, to be faithful, study, but she realized that she was not doing that like she ought to. She was neglecting that and allowing herself to be so overwhelmed and, and stressed with everything that was going on. Up above her bedroom door, she had the words typed out, let God. And she had them on pieces of paper, one letter on each. Let God. One day, out of frustration, when she left the room, she slammed the door. She went on about her day, went on to class, made the phone calls back home to check and see what was going on, and just so stressed out, so overwhelmed with life. She came back into her room. She laid on the bed and she cried. She cried and she cried. And as she tried to come to and wipe the tears from her eyes, she looked up. And the sign that's been above her door no longer read, let God. Because when she slammed the door, the D fell off. And it said, let go. She took all the letters down. She put them back up, adding the D to make the complete statement, let God. 
before she could let God, she had to let go. When you and I are striving to weather the storms of life, we've got to let go. We've got to let go of our pride. We've got to let go of our inconsistencies, our inabilities. We've got to let go of our past. We've got to let go of failure. We've got to let go. And we've got to let God. Let God help you. Let God strengthen you. Let God empower you through His Word to weather the storms of life. Again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in this season. This season is one that I'll always remember, I'll always cherish. And I hope it's something that will truly help you. I hope and pray you never have to go through a tragic loss as I have. That you don't have to see the people you love suffer. But as we've established from this study and as the Word teaches, when you strive to live godly in Christ Jesus, suffering, persecution, those things will come. That's a part of life. But how we respond, how we handle the adversity is what makes all the difference. When you don't think you can, remember that God can. Let go. Let God. Trust in Him, and He will see you through. I want to close this episode, close this season with a passage of Scripture. And the lesson, the season, the podcast will be yours. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. And He will direct your paths. He will help you to weather the storm. May God bless you. May God richly bless you as you look unto Him for guidance and for strength. And as you strive to look unto Him to gain that peace, that joy, that confidence that you need to weather the storms of life. Thank you. May God bless you. And to God be the glory. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.